Mark chapter 7 from verse 25 onwards. For a woman whose young daughter had an unclean spirit heard about him and she came and fell at his feet. I'm going to read this one more time. For a woman whose young daughter had an unclean spirit heard about him and she came and fell at his feet. This scripture portion is very important. I really want you to pay attention to what the Spirit of God will speak to your hearts. Many times as you receive, as you hear itself, healing will take place. While you hear the Word of God carrying the anointing of God coming to you, God will do that which God alone can do. So please pay close attention to every word that the Spirit of God is bringing to us at this hour. There was a woman, and this woman had a young daughter, little daughter, and she had an unclean spirit. She was tormented, whatever she had, the whole description of this is not written. One thing we know, the mom was not able to bring the daughter because of the severity of the condition. And the mom is here, let's read this one more time. For a woman whose young daughter had an unclean spirit, heard about him, and she came and fell at his feet. She was so grieved, she was so vexed in her spirit, she couldn't take it anymore. Have you been in that place where you're not able to take it anymore. The weight is so great and you are not able to do anything and you just crash. You cannot take another step. This woman was like that. Her heart was so heavy, but it didn't keep her from coming to Jesus. Very important. There are a lot of people who have lots of problems and, and with all their problems they say, it's too much for me so I'm just sitting sitting at home. If you can do something about it, Make sure, do something about it. Don't sit at home and say that, well, I can't, I can't, I just can't. Then we are the ones to be blamed. God is speaking at this hour. The only time I say use the word can't or cannot is to to say no to Satan. When Satan comes and says, do this, you say, no, I can't, I won't, I will not, and I shall not, and use all the nuts you can, you can use over there. But when it comes to receiving the blessing of God, doing the right thing, becoming everything that God wants you to become, you have to make that effort. You need to do everything you should do in order to get everything God has for you because God has big things for you. So now this woman, even though she was so vexed in her heart, there was no hope. She might have gone from one doctor to another doctor to another doctor to another doctor to another doctor. Everywhere she went and nobody could do anything because they were not able to do anything the child remained the same way the child was. But she heard. Somebody went and told her, you know what? This is Jesus who is coming here and he heals the blind, he heals the deaf, he heals all kinds of sicknesses. And there is hope for your daughter. I want to say this. This is very important. Whoever went and told this mother saw what was happening and she had great faith that this impossible situation that this Mother has for with her daughter, it is possible. Hallelujah. Your faith can make a difference in the lives of those around you. Do you know that? Your faith can make a difference in the lives of those around you. People who don't have hope, when they see you, when they hear you, they should know that my situation is not beyond recovery. My sickness is not beyond healing. This is possible. There was someone who was sitting there in that meeting where Jesus was and saw Jesus heal. And they said, oh, he's doing all these things. That means, that means, that means all of a sudden they said, that neighbor of mine, her daughter who is like this, 
She can get healed. There is hope. She went home and she said, let me tell you this. Your daughter can be healed. Hallelujah. What a great news that is. Everywhere she went, everybody said, this can't happen. This can't happen. This can't happen. Sorry, sorry, sorry. We can't. And other people say, we don't know what curse she has and why her son, daughter is like this and why she has to be like that. And there are some people who will not even want to associate with them. And they'll say that, oh, this is a bother. I don't want them. I don't want to see their faces. I don't want to see this girl and look at this one. And people will distance themselves from people who have problems. Have you seen that? How many people would want to be around people who have lots of problems? You know. They'll still say hi and then just quickly go away. But when you know there's hope, you become a good news bearer. You become a good news bearer. Not somebody who just says, oh, there is hope for you, but there's no hope. You become a true good news bearer. That means when you say to someone that there is healing... You are giving them the truth, which is, this is possible. This is possible. Now, this girl's mom heard this from whoever came to Jesus' meeting. Maybe she got healed. Maybe her son got healed. Maybe her husband got healed. Maybe her neighbor got Someone who had this experience, they had faith for this woman's daughter's condition. You know, there are people, and someone says, I had this and God healed me. They say, good for you. But mine is much bigger than yours. There's no hope for me. Have you seen people like that? When you're just telling, so excited, you say, this can happen. God did this for me. God. How do you know that yours is bigger than theirs? Are you putting it on a weighing scale? It's deception. Satan doesn't want people to get healed. So he'll make them think like their problem is the biggest in the world and what they're carrying is, you know, not, you know, the same like the next person and nobody understands them and this poor old me or poor little me, I can't do anything and this is how I'm going to be stuck. God does not want anyone to be stuck. Hallelujah. God comes and he says, I want you well. And that's why he actually moves people to come and tell you, you can be well. Somebody to give that good news. And that good news is the true good news. Not fake news. Not like the news that we see all around. You know, when you read papers or hear news or whatever, it's usually exaggerated and lots of lies with little bit of truth maybe. That's not the truth. But Jesus is the truth. He carries the truth. And wherever he goes, something is bound to happen. And that something is not a little thing, it's a big thing. When he touches a person, whatever is keeping them in bondage runs away. It runs away. And so when you look at this woman, what happens is someone comes and tells her this good news because they had faith for her daughter's possible. This is not hard. This can be done even though it is hard. Even though it's not possible. Without Jesus, it's not possible. But with Jesus, it is possible. That's the difference of God. It's a big thing. Thinking that others can get healed and maybe I won't get healed and if I don't get healed, I'll look bad. And Don't make it about you. It's not about you looking bad or good. It's about you getting healed. It is about having an encounter with the living God. And this woman did not think that way. 
she was not even able to bring her daughter to Jesus Christ. Think about the situation. Her daughter is not there and she is coming there. All the thoughts that could have entered her mind saying that, what is this? You don't even have a daughter. He needs to touch your daughter and the daughter is not here. And what are you going to go and do there? And the whole trip is a waste and you don't want to have another heartache and disappointment after disappointment. And that doctor couldn't do this and this doctor couldn't do this. And nobody, that priest couldn't do this and nobody could do anything. And now you want to go without your daughter. How is this possible? Let me tell you this. Whoever came and told her about the possibility of her daughter getting healed had faith for her daughter. But this mother, when she heard that, her faith shot up. She said, it's impossible for me to take my daughter there. Do you know what? I will go. I will go. And this Jesus can do this miracle even without my daughter being there. Hallelujah. Great faith. Great faith. She didn't think about what he would think and they would think and what all the world will say. And there are other people who say, oh, I can't leave my daughter and come. Susie can handle this and Mark can handle this and and, uh, Matthew can handle this and the neighbors can handle this. If I leave my daughter and come to Jesus, what will happen? She may wreck the entire village. I can't leave, so I can't go. See all the excuses that the enemy brings to people. I can't go. Well, sit at home with the same condition. That's the only option. But when we are determined to get what we need to get and we say... I will stay. I will stay. No matter what happens, I'm here to get the healing for my daughter. Even if the people may say, I can't watch her and we can't take her off her and this cannot happen. Faith moved someone to take her for daughter. When you want to receive that which God has for you, You will do everything that you need to do to get that. You know what God will do? He will do everything that he can do to give you all the help you need to get that done. To get to where you need to get to. So God moved somebody to take care of that little girl while the mother came to Jesus. If she couldn't bring that daughter, imagine her condition and how God provided for her to even take care of the daughter while she was away. These are all the miracles that God will do for those who say, I believe, I believe. While I'm gone, I believe that my daughter will be taken care of. I believe when I go there, I will come home to my daughter who is healed, not the same way. She was not a woman who was expecting bad reports. I'm going to go and see Jesus and when I come home, I'm going to have everything broken down and the people who are watching her, they're going to say, what a headache you gave me and I'm going to come and sit with more problems. No, she was not a woman of unbelief. She was not a woman who was projecting all the negative things that were going to happen. Have you seen people like that? Maybe you're one of them. Before something can happen, you'll have a big story itself, a movie playing before you. And say, oh, this will happen, and that will happen, and what will happen, and tomorrow I can go to work. And day after tomorrow, you know, that will happen, and what tomorrow my boss is going to do, and my husband is going to do, and my neighbor is going to, and I'm going to have a huge bill, you know, he, she broke everything, I have only one part, and all kinds of things. It's nonsense. We have to understand when healing is there. Don't delay it. Don't delay it. Do what you can do a hundred percent. A hundred percent. She did what she could do a hundred percent, which was 
Give her daughter into somebody else's hands. And she said, I'm going. Even without her, I'm going still. I'm going for her. And she said, Jesus can do something for me. Even if she's not there. And she went there. Now when she went there, she met a big obstacle. She went uninvited. Now Jesus had something to do for his people. And he had a mission and he had to do something. While he had a program, his program was interrupted by this lady suddenly coming in. Uninvited. And she just came in without any notice. And she just came in for her daughter. Somebody told her she's there. Let's see what happened to her. Now, this woman, she came and she fell at his feet. Suddenly, Jesus is doing something and his disciples are there. Suddenly she came and she fell at his feet and she's crying and she's saying, my daughter is like this. And the disciples are saying, and and they're saying, oh no, what's going to happen next? We had a plan. We wanted to do this. We had a schedule. What can we do now? She came and she interrupted the schedule. And she is suddenly in our midst. The woman was a Greek, a Syrophoenician by birth. And she kept asking him to cast the demon out of her daughter. But Jesus said to her, let the children be filled first, for it is not good to take the children's bread and throw it to the little dogs. Now, Jesus had a plan. Jesus had a program there. Something was going on. Suddenly she came in and Jesus is saying, basically, I have to take care of this first. A lot of times people read this, they can misunderstand Jesus Christ. They can say, oh, Jesus Christ, he said that he'll only heal the Jews. That's not what he said. Jesus came for everybody. But certain times he had certain things that he had to do. We see how Jesus healed the Roman centurion's servant, who was not a Jew. We also see how Jesus himself went, traveled when he was hungry. And in the middle of the day, heat of the day, he sat by that well to have an encounter, or to meet, I should say, with a Samaritan woman, so that she can have an encounter with the Messiah. And he cared about the entire non-Jewish community, the Samaritan village. So Jesus was not a racist He was not someone who said, oh, I'm only for the Jewish people. That's not what he says here. He said, children must have their bread first. He didn't say, I'm not going to give you food. No. He said, I'm not going to feed my puppies. No. He's making his priorities clear here. He came with a mission there. And he said, let me take care of this first. Our priorities must be right if you have kids in your house and you're not cooking for your kids and you're not feeding them, instead you are cooking for your kittens, there's a problem. Do you agree? Yes. Very important. Children come first. After that, you take care of your pets. Jesus had his priorities right. We must have our priorities right. Now, having said that, you see what she says here. And she answered and said to him, Yes, Lord, yet even the little dogs under the table eat from the children's crumbs. Very smart woman. Very smart. She says, Lord, you know what the puppies do? While the family members are eating, simultaneously they eat too, she says. While it is being dropped, they're eating too. So she said, Lord, give me like that. 
What is she basically telling Jesus? I'm ready. I'm ready. Whatever you want to give, I'll take. She was not someone who was telling Jesus what he should do. She said, I'll take whatever you can give. I'll take whatever you can give. I'm ready, Lord. Look at the faith she had. Faith to receive what Christ had. And you know how Jesus is? Jesus is not someone who gives crumbs. He is someone who gives us more than we can ask or imagine. What was Jesus doing here? He was not only seeing where her faith is, but he was also showing where her faith was in front of all those who were there. This woman who came for her daughter's healing, in the presence of everybody, she says, I'm ready. He says, a little later, she says, whatever you can give now, Lord, I'll take it now. We want to be people of great faith and people who say, Lord, I can get it now. If you can, I want it. Whatever you have. Not demanding, but humbly coming to God and saying, whatever, Lord, I will take it. Now, then he said to her, for this saying, go your way. The demon has gone out of your daughter. And when she had come to her house, she found the demon gone out and her daughter lying on the bed. This is one scripture that actually talks about the power of faith. How you can even alter what you think is not God's timing. God has things in mind. He will test to see where your faith is. Jesus was going to give it to her. But there was this test of faith and also God bringing her faith out to show to those around her. Be like her. See how she's determined. She's not leaving without it and I'm not sending her without it. This is who our God is. So determined to get what God had for her. She knew Jesus had it. She knew that he had the heart for it. She knew that he can. And she said, I will get it. And she knew how to get it. Praise be to God. She was there. Her faith was so strong. And Jesus said, for this reason. What reason was that? Because you said, Lord, whatever you get, I will receive. And I can receive it simultaneously while you're giving to the kids. Jesus said, I'll give to you. I'll give to you. And he gave to her what was told by Jesus was not hers at that moment. It was this boundary or the line that was there. She reached out and she crossed over and Jesus said, I will give it to you right here. It is important for us to stretch our faith based on the character of God. Knowing that he is good, knowing that he can, knowing that he can do all things well, knowing that he has the power to do it. We need to be people who put away everything that is negative and say, I am here to receive that which you have for me, Lord. Even though it looks like it's going to be later, she was someone who actually moved the timing from later to now. A very powerful woman. She was able to even 
Change the schedule. Move the heart of God by her faith. Where she said, the later will become now by my humility and faith in God. Those of you who are humble and trust in God and have that faith in God, what looks impossible and even what looks maybe possible but another time will come to you at that very moment. God is speaking to our hearts today. Jesus says a word here. He didn't say, for this saying, the demon will go out of your daughter. No, he said, has gone out of your daughter. You know why? While he was talking, it's as Jesus finished the job. He wasn't waiting for it. He was making an example before everybody. For this reason, he brought her faith that was inside out to the public. And he said, it's gone already. I gave it to you already. You have it. And she was not someone who said, are you sure, Lord? Has it really gone? This very tough condition, tough case. Any sign? That I know that it's gone. Otherwise I have to travel all the way again another day. Can you tell me something? Little more, Lord, because I need something concrete. There are some people who say, I need something concrete. She was not a woman of weak faith. Not average faith. Very strong faith. Extraordinary woman. A woman really to be admired for her faith. The moment Jesus said, for this saying, go your way, the demon has gone out of your daughter. You know what she did? She said, I'm going. You know, how do you think she would have gone home? Jumping and dancing and people would have seen like, what's wrong with her? She would have said, oh no, what was wrong has become right now. And so I'm so happy. And when she went to her house, she found the demon gone out of her. And her daughter lying in bed. This is the power of God. Faith in the word of God. Faith in the character of God. Two things I want to say before we conclude. Faith in the character of God. The character is, he can, he will, he will do it for me. Very important. No matter how bad the situation may be, no matter how difficult it may appear, God can heal, God will heal, and he will do it for me. Not just for the next door neighbor, not just for someone else there. He will do it for me. God will do it for me. That faith is very important. We hear so many testimonies. There are people who will hear so many testimonies. While they're hearing the testimonies, their mind will come so negative because they say, Oh, they got it, they got it, they got it. Look at me, I didn't get it. I got it, they got it, I didn't get it. I, they got it, I didn't get it. That's not why the testimonies are for. To look at all the testimonies and see, oh, they got it, I didn't get it. The testimonies are for your faith to shoot up so that you can get your own. They got it, I can get it. That's how this woman was. She heard this news that something happened where someone and someone said, this can happen for you. And she said, it's happening for me. That's it. When Jesus said, it's happening for you and it has happened for you, she said, it has happened, it has happened, it has happened, it has happened. She went home saying, it has happened before she could even see it. Hallelujah. Before she could even see it. Because you knew he has the power. If you know that he has the power. If you know that he has the heart to heal you. If you know that he wants to heal you. What are you waiting for? What are you waiting for? You know that he can do it for you. God can do it for you. What he did for the Syrophoenician woman, God can do it for you. You must believe and you have to say, Lord, I'm not going to walk by sight. 
I'm not going to look for signs and symbols and can I see two crows there, two pigeons there, a parrot there, and you know, a cow going there. There are people who ask like that. I have to see five crows over there. You can see ten. It can be deception. Looking for symbols and signs is not the way to go. Your trust has to be in the power of God. In the love of God. That you know God cares. God cares for you. He is able to turn your night today. He's able to turn your morning into dancing. Look how this woman's life was changed in less than a nanosecond. It just happened. Once Jesus heard that, he said, it's done already. She didn't know it was done. He said, it's done. She couldn't see that it was done. But she said, it's done. Are you able to talk God's talk? If he says it's done, are you able to see it that it's done? Are you able to sing it out? Are you able to sing it that it's done? Are you able to shout out saying that it's done? It's done. I have it. If he says, you have it, are you able to say, I have it? Or will you say that, let me go home and see if I really have it? We have to be people of faith. Shall we all stand up together? Thank you, Jesus.